Hey, Adam. Hey, uh, Peter, I was just thinking, hold on. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Barton. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice and strange groans coming at you. Uh, so there's a reason behind that strange groan. Yeah. Uh, we have a voice memo, another speak pipe today, mm. and it was a request for a little bit of a tune analysis, and it's from Keith Jarrett. That was my best. <laughs> I'm receiving my musical information from the stars, Come on, Keith man. You Jarrett. can do better than that. No, that was, that was, I thought that was pretty solid. It was solid. pretty good, but it was not nearly have dramatic ever... <laughs> and obtrusive enough. Come on, man. Have you ever noticed when he gets one of those, when he gets a, like a really good... Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Something amazing's about to go right. down. It's yeah. kind of a pre-self whoa, whoa, you know. <laughs> All right, so let's check out. This is a uh, a speak pipe from John, and let's hear him. Hey guys, I want to see if you'll do a solo analysis of Keith Jarrett's introduction to all the things you are from his 1989 trio recording called Tribute. The intro is dope, and I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Thanks so much. Okay, first of all, we'll be the judge of the dopeness level, all right? but you know, I'm you know, sure it is. It, yeah, you know what's cool about this, and what I love about this podcast, too, is like, I've never heard this record. Yeah. I, I don't know this one. And I've heard it before, but I don't remember this intro in uh, particular. So, I know his All the Things You Are from Live at the Blue Note. Yeah. You know, I know that really, really well. I listened to that hundreds of times, probably. That was like late 80s, kind of? 93, I think. Oh, okay. Or, was that uh, right? 93, 94, I think. Okay. But this is from, the album is 1990. He said 89, but the, the credits say 90, so I'm going to go with the credits. But uh, I just checked this out, you know, after hearing uh, his speak pipe and, whoa. Whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, cool. So uh, let's start. He just wants the intro. Let's see if we can uh, just listen to the intro and give our thoughts. All right.
pretty dope. That's fairly dope. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Judgment on dopeness. Affirmative. That's man. You know what's great about jazz is like, even when you know how he did it, that's yeah. still incredible. It's thrilling. I mean, it's it's yeah. And to me, that's that's the definition of a thrilling performance when you can take something. I mean, you know, it's one thing to go on this like crazy harmonic journey on an intro. He just played the tune. It's not even really an intro. He just played like eight choruses. He's playing the changes. <laughs> the most he did was like throw a dominant seven in on a, on a major yeah. chord, you know? Yeah, but I mean, to make it. And, and then when you know where it's going, even though you're not there, but you know it's a trio and what's about to happen. And it's almost like you don't want to, you don't want to leave it because it sounds so good, but you can't wait for that trio to come in because you know that's going to sound good too. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? So We're, basically, it's, it's I. Right. So what's cool about this, and we can break it down a little bit from a technical perspective, but you know, uh, it's like it's he's not doing anything super complicated as far yeah. as like technical wise, no. but the the way the way he makes it sound that requires yeah. a lot of great technique. The execution is like is really high level on on a number of different areas from a piano technique standpoint yeah. to be able to to execute in all those areas. And I would just start with. Something that's not just piano, but it's so important for this kind of thing. His groove yeah. and his time. I was actually tapping along, and I'm like, you know, he's playing so confidently within the groove that he's not. He's almost making it sound like he's playing out of time, right. but he never does. And I'm tapping. I was like, oh wow, Adam, you're tapping the same because I heard somebody else. And I realized that was him it was tapping. Him tapping. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He's got it all together like that. Um, you know, uh, like you said, harmonically, he's not doing anything. You know, he's not taking it into the Brad Meldow version of all the things you are. Right. He's going way out. He's playing the changes. He's actually, the melody is in there quite a bit. A lot, yeah. Uh, I'm not afraid to kind of keep revisiting it either or giving it away. Great lesson. Yeah. It never sounds stale. Yeah. And, you know, I listened to it about four or five times this morning because I was trying to figure out, like, well, how many voices is he doing? He's doing mostly four, three to four, three to five voicings, but mostly four. Yeah. He's doing that thing where, you know, got the bass yeah kind of modified the tenor kind of the alto and yep. the soprano and the alto and soprano oh. are often playing in these like sixth or fifths or something yep. and you could you could listen to this intro a few times and just pick out that bass and it's a great little melody or pick out the tenor part where he's like going yeah kind yeah, of going yeah. he definitely hears stuff in that range he loves hearing that good stuff. stuff i mean themes develop in there yep. and that's really the genius of it is that like he's able and and you know that's the goal when we're all trying to do something like this is yep. develop independent themes right yes uh in so this you're just not laying your hands down or whatever and he really he accomplished that when i think in here like he often does when especially when he's playing solo um you know he lays out those really interesting but super like logical and simple themes in the different registers but then he resolves them like he's a master of like not letting stuff go yeah. and, and and i mean coming back and, and saying this giving it the answers extending it as needed it's not just like random little riffs thrown here and there like there's a cohesion to it even as it's very contrapuntal, certainly. And in and, and this intro, you know, kind of constantly at a minimum, there's three voices going on that you just hear from the beginning. Like he introduces that yep. from the beginning. But it's like the, the context of it really is this. And I was trying to think about like, what is that groove? Like he definitely Chick Corea influence on this. Like yeah. I'm hearing a lot of Chick, but on the groove, yeah. On the, yeah, on the groove. For sure. And then the kind of the way he arpeggiates. But it's almost a Brazilian, like kind of almost like a Bione, not, not really Bione. It's like, um, Almost a samba. Yeah, yeah. He's hinting at that, you know. I mean, it's not a strict thing, but I mean, it's just it's just an interesting groove that he kind of sits sits on, and and he's so confident in it that it's almost like he's playing around it 
so that it's not too obvious. Yeah, know? there's definitely a pattern going on between those four voicings, right? Where he hits the bass note in a certain spot and then yeah. the tenor, that's all in the left hand. And then the alto and soprano kind of thing are all in the right hand doing like a lot of stuff in harmony together. Yep. And then with little, I mean, that's just a very basic breakdown of the, the structure and then thing, things happen in the middle that are great. One thing that I noticed, and this is very high level, uh, and he's a master at this, is dynamics. Mm. And even though it's not like a broad range of dynamics, like he never gets super quiet or super loud, yeah. but the, his ability to keep things even when he wants them even yeah, yeah. and bring out things when he wants to bring them out, that takes a lot of work. To, be, to have that evenness amongst all four voicings and then to bring out the, the spots you want to bring out, that is, uh, that's not uh, accidental. Right. I mean, we, we don't say the word genius around here a lot. We don't throw it around lightly, but it really is knowing, like, to keep all that sort of stuff going. And, I mean, there's a, a certain amount of voicing he's doing, kind of on-the-fly voicing, not voicings, but, you know, really voicing of, in terms of those melodies and stuff that, that's dynamic. And then it's even beyond that, like, kind of different tonal shadings, right. of, you know, based upon the register there. Different therein. sounds, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on there. And, uh, like I say, he's aight. He's like, you know. <laughs> well, this is fun, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't get taken down because we yeah. played about two and a half minutes of it. Uh, yeah. But thank you, John, for the suggestion. Yeah, I, thanks, John. I, I'm on that album now because it's so killing. I mean, it's really, really hip. Uh, yeah. So thank you for that. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know, as a first impression, that is pretty dope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thanks for the question, John, for the suggestion. And everybody, you can go to you'llhearit.com. Come and visit us on the interwebs. We've got um, T-shirts. We've got a place for you to leave a rating and review. What? Uh, well, you can kind of link over to a little place we call iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You may have heard of it. Yeah, we got a little hookup with the with the cats out in Cupertino. But yeah, you can go and um, <laughs> it's just for us. Yeah, just you know, we'll we'll hook you up though. Uh, but no, if you if if you're feeling it upon your heart, and you know it's like when you're in church and they pass around the collection. Plate. Oh yeah, yeah. If you feel if if the Lord moves you to to leave us a rating <laughs> review, you know, then then we don't want to be right. You know, no, we are um, we overreaching a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> don't want to offend anyone. No, if if you enjoy what you hear, that's great. You don't need to send us a collection. This is the equivalent of the collection plate. Is not to send us money. Is to go to iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. And leave us a review and a rating. That's all you got to do because that's that helps spread the love. That's a good it deal. Boosts, it boosts our ego, yes, but that's not the main purpose. It, you know, it, it makes it so that other people can find us that might be interested. So wait, a useless dribble. You get this whole all this content on this podcast, and all you have to do is leave our rating and review. That's right. I mean, you don't even really have to do. No, that. No, you don't even have to do that. You know. All right. Well, until next time, you'll hear it.